Welcome to the new Fab You Show. I am the fabulous Doris Birch, founder of the Fab Factor, and on a mission to globally empower women to don't be invisible, be fabulous. I know just how powerful everything can be when you are an unapologetic, highly visible woman being fully you, and what it can change for you in both your business and life today. Many women are hiding. They are not willing to make the choice to let their old selves die. They are quitting on themselves. But to create that vibrational space to step into their new Fabu next level frequency, in order to begin showing up in every area of their lives, in order to find the woman you wish to become, a choice needs to be made ready to say yes to your soul and become the next level new fab you now is going to take some inner determination and strength. But let me tell you, and allow me to be crystal clear here, it takes a lot of courage to release the old and step into your next level fabulousness of truth. When you can get real about who you are and say unapologetically, here is who I am. I think this way. I feel this way. I vibrate this way. And I live on this sort of frequency. And I show up this way. It is critical to do so. If you are truly committed to having it all, a life fully by design and on your terms, in order to shift the old, become the real you and finally break the pattern once and for all. Why? Well, simply, there are still too few women who are giving themselves unapologetic permission to have a seat at the I want it all table. And there are even fewer women who truly own and command their space. You make choices out of guilt or shame or blame. You compromise, you settle, you sacrifice, you continue to sabotage or destroy. This affects everything. Is it any wonder that you don't really let yourself dream that dream anymore? Never mind, act on it. How do I know all of this? Well, it's because I've lived it. And it's the reason I think this must change and it must change now. So what new fab you is all about is letting go of the old, the distorted, the shadow you who you thought you had to be. New fab you is simply that the old you must die to make room for the new fab you. Let me ask you if you've had enough of just playing and you're ready to actually play life the way you know it's meant to be. Make the decision to say goodbye to the old. It is time to stop trying to create a new you around the same old people. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old thinking. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old habits. And stop trying to create a new you around the same old departure place. You just got to say yes. Well. 
You don't gotta, but you do if you want to change, to be who you really are meant to be. Then say yes, yes to you, yes to your soul. You've got what it takes. Well, trust me when I say it takes courage. It takes immense courage to be the real you. So enough, enough with hiding your light, enough with being less than, enough with trying to fit in, do it right, be professional, enough with saying you're different, but not showing it. Enough with being scared to sell yourself, your services. It is time to give yourself unapologetic permission to be new fab you, who is fully unleashed in what she says, how she shows up, how she does business, how she does life. She knows what works for her. She backs herself unapologetically. Hello, hello everyone. I am the Fabulous Words person. I am here with the amazing, the magical Nicole Magic. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Doris. Nice to see you. Thanks for having me today. It is so great to see you and I'm so glad you are here. And so I titled this really based on part of your title from the book, um, your chapter in the book um, in our sixth anthology of the Don't Be Invisible, Be Fabulous series book, uh, A Mal in Her Own Shoes, the whole thing of embracing your becoming. And so kind of tell us what does that mean for you and how do you bring that to life in the world? Oh, that's a great question. And um, here's the explanation that goes along with that because I, I named my chapter, A Life Perceived is a Life Received, Embrace Your Becoming. And in my story, I wanted to show the differences between what was being felt in that moment of each situation that I was talking about. And then also giving it that spin of how I look at it now, looking back. And in some instances, the transition process of looking at things from one perspective into another. So embracing your becoming is about really being in that present moment because we don't need to define ourselves by our past or what we thought about ourselves in our past or the limitations of our past. And there's nothing that says who we are based on our potential in the future. So really it's about enjoying the journey, embracing your becoming, being present, enjoying the moment, whatever that is bringing to you, whether it's a lesson, an opportunity, whatever that is, being in the moment gives you the right and the option to choose exactly what you want in the next moment. So that's what that is really about. <laughs> that is There's power in it. Yes, absolutely. It is extreme power in it. And in and in all of that, kind of like your your from your viewpoint of what do you think the the benefits of never ending improvement? Like, you know, the yeah, the benefits of never ending improvement with yourself. Huge benefits. If we are constantly in that state of 
um, allowing ourselves to grow. It's not acknowledging that we're not perfect because we'll never be perfect. No one's ever perfect. Nothing is ever perfect. However, striving for perfection, it can be taken a couple different ways, right? If we think of it in more in that negative space, it's like, I'll never get there. But if you're striving for perfection in a, in a sense of allowing yourself to continue to grow until whenever, when your life expires, if you're constantly in that space, you're always curious. You're always discovering new things. You're always learning. You're always um, making new friends, meeting new people, open to different perspectives, and just understanding more about yourself, which in turn allows you to understand more about everyone else and life itself. So if you're constantly in that space of allowing yourself to grow, you're always going to be happy because there's always something new to experience. You're creating experiences for yourself, wisdom, knowledge, a space to share with other people. It's just a constant state of loving, growing, teaching, and learning. Ah, uh, and with you saying that, with that constant state, How do you find the time to step outside of the daily routine and really get a vision for your next phase? And I know this last, you know, what, since March of 2020, maybe even January 2020, you know, we've all been thrown uh, a, a new way to be and look at life and look at everything. Um and so how has that been for you with you stepping outside of your daily routine or your beliefs around stepping outside of your daily routine and really honing in and getting that vision for your next phase? That's a great question. And, and I think a lot of people wonder how to do that because there are different elements that go along with that, right? Um, there's the daily space of just really uh, when I wake up, I immediately go into a space that is for me to create. What is it that I want for today? How do I want to feel today? What do I want to accomplish today? What are my goals? And um, I may have some tasks, but ultimately it's overall, what do I want to feel at the end of the day? So sometimes we have a thought of how the day is going to, to run and then something else happens and we need to pivot. So when that stuff happens, it, back in the day, I might've believed oh, this is happening to me. It's happening to me, right? That more of that victim mode. This is happening to me. I don't have control over it. Uh, how do I gain control over it? Because when we feel like we're not in control, we want to try to control. And the more we do that, the more we spiral out of it. So instead of, I can't get all these five things that I wanted to get done today, I reduce it down to, okay, my personality, I love to have a sense of accomplishment. And at the end of the day, I want to feel like I did something of value in the day. So if I had a list of five things and something happened that maybe my kid needed me. 
something happened and I needed to change my plans around and that was going to take one or two hours out of my day. So I wasn't able to get those things done. Well, number one, I was there for my family member. Number two, what is the one thing out of those five things that is going to give me the most sense of satisfaction at the end of my day? And then I hone in on that. So that way there I can pivot, get it done, and then be in that space. When you're looking at a longer period of time, day to day is what gives you that sense of a bigger picture over time. So if you're doing a daily routine that incorporates taking into account your self-care and what you need to get done, Build it the way that it works for you, your personality, and how you tend to think, your beliefs. Because sometimes we have those beliefs that will tell us, no, you can't do that. No, you're not good enough. And to overcome those beliefs and put something else in there, we want to create the space in order to do that. Um, there's ways in which I help people erase limiting beliefs, but there are also techniques that you can use to tweak your daily regimen to support overcoming those things as well. So oh, I love that. Yeah. So I look at things in not the entire year, but each 12 weeks. So each quarter, I actually, at the end of the quarter, I'm reviewing the, the last quarter and the year to date and and looking at what worked, what didn't work for me, what's new, what am I taking on something new, what needs to change in order for me to stay in a balance of self-care, family and work and social life. And then really plan it out. I take three to four days, full days to really plan that out and then execute my plan and then course correct along the way. That's how I do the long-term pieces. Now that is so empowering because I think that kind of permission to give yourself that space to create and, and define and really hone in on your beliefs um, is really, really amazing and extremely powerful. And I think that a lot of women in business do not give themselves that kind of space to do that. Yeah. A lot of people are kind of spinning their wheels and sometimes you don't know what you don't know, or you don't know how, so you just don't. That's something that came up in one of my sessions with myself that when I was looking at things from the past, I realized that in some ways in which I felt that my parents didn't support me in the way that I would have wanted them to, that they just didn't know how, so they didn't. And that's not anything bad on them. It's human nature that sometimes when we don't know how to do something, we just put our minds on, oh, well, I can do this instead. And we forget about it or put it off or just because we don't know how we just don't. If I ignore it, it will go away. It's it's one of those programs that we have and and it's ingrained generation to generation to generation. And, you know, it just needs to be overcome. That's all. Yeah, I think it's real insightful because I think you have to be 
extremely intentional about who you are and who you're being really at any moment throughout your life and throughout your business so that you can see those moments and shift them. I mean, and really shift them. And so for people who aren't really aware, that's one thing, but I really think about the people who have been made aware, but they still choose to hide in the shadows of who they think they need to be or required to be. And they, and they know there are things that they should be implementing or they, all that, but because it's, they would have to really get into um, their selves and own who it is they really want to be. You know, like I talk in my intro, really getting that place where you can have your own seat at the table. And, you know, and that really requires women who are in tune to themselves to some degree to stop hiding and getting out of the shadows of the version of themselves they think they need to be. And so what's your thoughts around that? Ooh, you're asking some really great questions today, Doris. And I love this because it's like it makes people think. And if you if you stop for a moment, think about when if your mind is always racing and then you stop and you just sit down on the couch, don't turn the TV on, no radio, no phone, nothing, and sit there. How long can you sit there without thinking like I should be doing this or I could be doing that, right? It's stopping and really honing in and being quiet. That stillness, if you get used to it, it starts talking to you. Mm. And what the problem is, generally speaking, is that most people have no idea what they actually want, but they know exactly what they don't want. And so that we focus on, oh, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. And when somebody asks you, like I ask my clients, what is it that you do want? What do you desire in your life? What do you want to create? What is your life looking like if you sat there and actually said, all of the things that I want are right here in my life now? Devoid mm -hmm. of everything that I don't want. And People, it seems like an easy question, but it is not because you got to get real with yourself. You got to get raw with yourself. And on top of it, the limiting beliefs come up that you can want things all day long, right? You can want something so much and still be thinking and feeling, I don't deserve it. I'll never mm. do that. Those things that holds you back from attaining that. So there's the gap in the resistance between what it is that you want and where you are right now because of the limiting beliefs. Right. The hurdle is taking those out of the way because when you take those out of the way, there's no more of the, I don't want this, but I'm going to settle for this because this is all I know. Mm. Yes. Yes. So tell the people, tell the people what your fat factor is. And when I say that, it's that it's the magic. <laughs> it's the magic that you bring into the world in helping people to create up levels in all areas of their life and business. What is that that you do? I 
help people identify and erase the limiting beliefs that hold you back. And it's so funny because I just had a week uh, recently that I had a bunch of um, assessment calls. So I, I do this assessment. You just take this little quiz and then I analyze it and I come back and I show you in order what limiting beliefs are standing in your way and which ones are the big, bad wolves that are just trying to eat everything up in your life. And as I go over it, it's so funny because I've had this one particular week that I kept hearing the same thing over and over again. And the universe does this, right? To say, hey, pay attention. This is something that's important. And I kept hearing people say, are you, do you, I, do you have my house bugged? Are you in my head? Are you, can you actually hear all of my thoughts through my entire life? Um, somebody, uh, somebody told me that they had referred somebody to me and that that person came back after a session with me and asked, did you tell her my entire life story? Did you tell her anything about me? And it's like, this is, this is the wonder that happens when you you can really get that clarity and that focus on what is it that's really disturbing the peace, mm. right? Because sometimes those things fractal out and we think that it's this. It's almost like, oh God, I don't know. I'll try to make something up. I don't, I don't know how good it will be, but if if you take... Um, if you take like, um, an oil can and you just drizzle it all over the floor, right. And then you, and then you say, oh, well, there's stains on the floor. Um, that must've, and you like, you're rubbing it in with your foot, right? Well, mm -hmm. the problem isn't you rubbing it in with your foot. It's the fact that you already took the oil and you, you made this decision to like drizzle it all over the place and then you rubbing it in and then you're saying that the problem is you rubbing it in. No, that's not it at all. The fact that the oil was there in the first place is really the root, right? right? And the thought to, oh, I'll just do this. And um, sometimes those limiting beliefs, they fractal out and they create the, these ripples in your life. Um and also codependent triggers. Mm. Sometimes people have beliefs that they create these, um, these relationships with people around them and we have codependent triggers. So my trigger is gonna set off your trigger, which is gonna in turn set off my trigger. Something that I do sets off you, you set me off. And then we do this escalating thing of, of uh, who's going to get the most upset. <laughs> Very interesting. Very interesting about triggers. Um, because I'll even say just an example of just today. So I wasn't triggered by anything. I just don't want to get this woman always sending these messages in messenger. And I'm not looking at them. I don't really want them. And so I was just like, you know, stop sending me these. They just take up space in my messenger and I don't want to have to deal. I'm not the one to look at it and then, you know, all that. 
And so I just sent her back a message saying, just remove me from receiving them. And she totally triggered. And she sends back this entire explanation on what she's sending and why she's sending it. My only thing was I asked just not to receive them. And then she's like, well, if you this offends you, now I've never even used the term offend. I said, I just want to be removed. And all she needed to do was say, okay. Mm-hmm. And yet she was so triggered. So it is extremely interesting. And she's like, she sends it to her whole list. Well, do you think I'm the only one who doesn't want them? But most people aren't. And I'm just like, you know, that. So if that means she gets removed off my friends list, that means she gets removed off my friends list. Because I was like, it's an unnecessary. I'm not available for that space to be taken up. And it's and it is so interesting how we can trigger people. But when you can do something and not be triggered in who you are being is so powerful, I think. I think that's like, oh, what a win. I could just yeah. be in my power, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the important thing to remember in instances like your example, Doris, which is a great example of, you know, hey, I'm I'm in I'm in a space of, of my own. And sometimes you know that sometimes that can trigger somebody back to be like, hey, well, you know, hey, and just and it can escalate, right? But you didn't do that. And the important thing to remember um, for anybody else that experiences that before they get triggered in return is that they're really projecting how they feel onto you, right? right? Maybe she was offended, possibly, and I'm not going to assume anything. We're just going to sit here and create a possible potential situation, right, of what, because there could be a million things that were going on. She could have just been having a bad day and mm-hmm. been like, this is the wrong time to get this and took it the wrong way or whatever the case. She could have been completely offended because you know what maybe she maybe she got a bunch of them that day and was like oh my god like somebody told me to do this and now I feel like I'm not good enough or or whatever and that I want to be removed uh it's the same thing small when you start off as an entrepreneur in business and you start trying to build your email list and somebody unsubscribes oh right it's one of those things that if you have that, if you have that belief that um, you're that somebody that rejection, that fear of rejection, somebody unsubscribing, you could take the wrong way and think, oh my god, they don't like my stuff. Blah blah blah. No, maybe it's just maybe it was the wrong email, right? Yeah, maybe it was the wrong email. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but I want for clarification on that one. Yes. The the, op, the difference is when people unsubscribe, they've somehow subscribed and came into your world. But when someone is just blatantly sending out messages that you didn't ask for, that's the difference. And I and I because people will subscribe from emails and I people do get upset when people do that because they're just, you know, I remember when it first happened, to you, you're like, oh, my God. Uh, but, you know, that's a growth period. That's a growth yes. for an entrepreneur random messages like we just if we just sent people random messages you know that's us intruding on those people when they didn't ask for them and i was like those those are the differences like sometimes you're not asking for that if you know 
and you just and somebody deciding that you should get this. Well, no, no. So yes. that was me taking that stand. But I was like, the email thing is a great example for women just to understand to not hide and not be in their shadows to talk to bring that back to that whole, what does that look like hiding? And what does that look in your shadow self? Is that when you really get discombobulated because somebody did unsubscribe from you and you're like, oh my God, no, that's just a part of the game. Yes. <laughs> and it, you can look at it a completely different way, right? right. Where, okay, <laughs> somebody's unsubscribing. Well, if they if they didn't unsubscribe and they just left you there, they probably would not be opening your email. So yeah. they're actually doing you a favor. They're 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 increasing your open rate. They decided yeah, this is no longer are. for me. Great. They made a space for somebody else to come along that's more in alignment with what you're doing and to support you. Yes, and I love that. I mean, I think that I mean the more you hear that, because I mean that's how I got to be okay with that is because hearing people say, this is part of the game. This is how it happens. And it understanding, it does allow space and we need space. We want the right people to be on our email list. We really do. And it's like, you know, so I, so I love what you said. And for us bringing this, for some reason, this meant to be brought out to the world today uh, <laughs> for somebody Right. And you know, what's really funny is uh, anybody, I don't know why we're like this whole email thing is, is on track here, but um, I remember when that happened to me the first time I was like, Oh my God, I wonder why they unsubscribed. I wonder, you know, did I do something? And then over the course of time, now I, I, I literally will open up my, my statistics and I'll be like, Oh, and unsubscribe. <laughs> And I, it's actually hilarious. And I, I've made a game out of it because, you know, it's it's just so funny because I'm like, oh, another unsubscribe. And then I, I watch over time my open rates go going up and up and new people mm -hmm. coming in. And, and it just creates that space of, of the flow that's in support of where you are now because even as you grow and develop in your business, there are going to be times where you may be focusing on a certain area and letting another area go. And the people mm. that are associated with that only, the area that you're letting go, are going to need to unsubscribe. Yeah. You know, if they're not growing with you, they're not going to support you. So it's okay. You are finding your way. You are embracing your becoming. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes, that is so a good way to to end the journey of this conversation. Oh, Nicole, tell the people, what do you have coming up? What's the next big thing that you're doing? Oh, my goodness. September was a huge month for me this year. And uh, so I have I just had a premiere of my new podcast. It's a call to action podcast where conscious awakened leaders listen and action takers get rewarded. So the first one just came out this morning. Another one is coming out this evening. Uh, I've had that. I have a, a mastermind that is open up right now. Uh, so anybody that is looking to erase limiting beliefs and really step into their true potential and create the roadmap to attain the goals, uh, then we might need to have a call just to see if it's right for you. And then the other thing is right now, 
because of my open doors, I am doing a, an assessment that if anybody wants to receive an assessment, they just need to reach out to me and let me know that you want the assessment because it is a $250 value. So the assessment, I do the analysis and then we do a mind mapping and discovery call where I show you those things and which areas are really the culprits that you can be working on to change your life and transform it forever, permanently, guaranteed. Love it. Well, Nicole, this has been such an honor to have you on the new Fabu, the new Fabu show today. Thank you so much. It was an honor to be here. Thank you so much, Doris. All right. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining in on this episode of the new Fabu show. Guess what? You can subscribe to the new Fabu show and give us a review. We will love, love, love to have it. Until next week, I will come back again. I am the Fabulous Stories Birch. Remember, don't be invisible, be fabulous.